0: Hello and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Renewin. Today we are on day three of our seven days of magic challenge, our seven days of magic leading up to one of my favourite Earth festivals, Samhain. On day one, we talked about setting our intention and we set our intention to remember and reclaim our magic and our inner power yesterday for day two we looked at creating the space so that we could receive that intention to clear out the baggage and any of those old stories any of those old patterns that would prevent us from really truly claiming our magic and power today we look at protecting that intention so we've set our intention we've made the space to receive it and now we need to create that sacred space to hold that intention and the way that I like to think about this is it, there's, well, there's a couple of things that I want to share with you. One of them is imagine your intention is a little seed and you plant that seed. Actually, I always like to think I'm a bit of a gardener, but I'm totally not. Um, <laughs> but I do know that when my little boy has brought home sunflower seeds to grow at school, what we were told to do with them, and I did check with my gardening friends and this was correct, is that you have them in like a little plastic tub to start with and you put them on your windowsill so it's really safe and protected. And then what you do is you start putting it outside as the weather gets nicer and it starts to get a little bit stronger. And then if it's a bit cold, you bring it in to keep it protected. And then after a while, you plant it in the soil. And you do this with trees as well. If you've ever seen like little tiny saplings that have been um, planted outside, it's like you grow them inside first of all, or, you know, you look after them, you tend to them, then you put them outside and you put like little netting or wire around them to prevent them from the rabbits or for them being knocked over. And I want you to think about that in the same way as your intention. So you have your intention, you've planted it in that rich nur- nurturing space that you created yesterday. And now we need to protect it from the birds coming to eat it or, you know, somebody standing on it or squashing it. Now, of course, your intention isn't actually a seed, but it can be squashed by someone's metaphorical size seven shoe, which actually looks like a friend, a family member going, What do you want to do that for? Why do you want to have change? Isn't everything okay the way that you are? And so, We want to create that space and protect it from, you've guessed it, judgments, expectations of your friends, your family, society, culture, whatever it may be, even protecting it from your own, your own doubts. Those times when you have that negative self talk and you're like, Oh, who am I to think I can do this? Why do I think I'm special? You know, can I really use magic? Will this really work for me? The second we have those thoughts, we need to set up the space to protect yourself from that negativity. I mentioned yesterday that often when we have an idea back on Monday and we're like, Yes, I'm going to step into my power. I'm going to step into my magic. This is really exciting and it's exciting because it's a thought it's exciting because it's a possibility. Anything could happen. And then when we start taking action, we then go, oh, actually, we have to make choices that are different than we've made before. We have to make choices that maybe go against what our friends and family want us to do. And I think one of those things, particularly when we look at the energy of power and making choices to follow a path in life that you want, what we come up against is loyalty. So, if I was to say to you, do you consider yourself to be loyal? The chances are you would say, of course, Rebecca, because we know loyal people are, air quotes, good. And if somebody was disloyal, we would judge them as being, air quotes, bad. So, the second that we break away from patterns that keep us loyal to a story of our family, a that break away from patterns that keep us loyal to the stories of the society or culture that we're born into, we have this internal push-pull energy of wanting that freedom to choose something different, to choose something aligned with what you want to do in life, with going, oh, but if I do that, I then become disloyal to this family story, to this family pattern. And we wonder why we take three steps forward, only to be pulled back two steps, because we have that internal dissonance, cognitive dissonance, where we're like, but I want something different. But then it makes me an air quotes bad person, because you step into the energy of being loyal. This is particularly true around families, where we are taught that the ultimate law of family is to be loyal to our families blood is thicker than water. If you've ever had a fallout with a member of your family, you may have been told, oh, but they're your family, you have to forgive them. You know, there's very much that energy, particularly if a, a woman turns against her own mother, there is a still you know, lots of judgment around that. Even if a mother's behaviour is appalling, society will still expect children, particularly daughters, to forgive their mother, oh, there is only one, and they have lots of excuses around that. So, and actually, that's a very extreme example, but it's actually sometimes even harder to break away from patterns of parents that are just Really good and that they love you, you know, because then we're like, Oh, but they've done nothing wrong. They're really kind. And then it can be even harder to break away from those patterns of maybe it's a money story. Maybe it's your family expect you to follow a certain career path, a certain education path. Perhaps they expect you to marry a certain type of person. And you want to break free from that. But to do that, it requires that you become disloyal. And we know, even if it's just on a subconscious level, that we don't trust people that are disloyal. (laughs) So we're like, but this doesn't make sense. We have all this internal noise and chaos going on. So we want you to step out of that and to be able to protect yourself from that noise, to recognise what's going on, to give your seed of your intention, to connect to your magic and power. The best chance of thriving and turning into something that flourishes and thrives rather than just being like this little stringy weed of a sunflower. We want it thick stemmed, blooming, we want it super tall, and every time you look at it to bring you joy (laughs) rather than looking at this poor little limp sunflower that's just, you know, kind of can't even hold itself up anymore. Okay, so that's what we want you to be able to do. So there's a couple of things that I want to share for you to, to do this and they're really simple ways of just allowing you to come back to centre, to allow you to clear away that noise. It's like creating that little protective space around your, your little sapling that you're growing or, you know, any plants that you're growing and your intention is absolutely no different. And what I want you to do is we're going to just use our imagination for this first piece and we're going to imagine a beautiful purple bubble around you, okay? This bubble, I like to think of it as a bubble because... You know, if if you ever watch bubbles float through the sky, they kind of move, don't they? And they can grow and shrink. And this is magic. So it's not going to pop like a little boy asked me once. I just want you to imagine this purple bubble around you. Now, we want it around the outside of your energy system. Now, typically your energy system, if you put your arms out horizontally to the floor, your energy system is an arm's width around your body. And so I want you to imagine your purple bubble about an arm's width around you. Okay, now we use purple because it taps into the violet flame of transformation, which means that anything that comes your way is just transmuted for the highest good of all involved. Okay, no dramas, it's just done. And anything that comes through to you that you allow through this bubble comes through cleansed and cleared for your highest good. But more importantly, what this purple bubble does is it defines your boundaries. And we are really quite terrible at boundaries, whether they're emotional boundaries, physical boundaries, material boundaries, mental boundaries, whatever those boundaries are, we can be a little bit terrible at that. So this purple bubble defines your space in the world. It reminds you of where you end and other people begin. And that's really important when we want to make changes because where what can often happen is those judgments, those expectations, those stories, those conditions, that loyalty that we can feel often comes into our energy system. And um, I just heard the word pollute, which sounds a little bit strong, but, but that's what it does. It swamps our own energy and it becomes murky. So we get a bit confused about was that my thought? Is that what I wanted? Perhaps I was just, you know, feeling a bit weird that day and that's what I thought I wanted, but it's not really what I wanted. And we can just talk ourselves into this whole minefield of, did I want that? Should I do that? What's going on? And we can become so confused, we don't actually take any action. So by imagining this purple bubble around us, it just allows us to create the space to remove the noise of society, to remove the noise of judgments and expectations, and just give ourselves the space to think and to breathe. Now, this purple bubble is always around you. Okay, I like to think of it as like an energetic immune system, just like our lungs are constantly working. It's like they're drawing in oxygen, expelling the things that we don't need, carbon dioxide and all the other things. We don't have to think about doing it, it just does it. However, if we focus on our breath, if we focus on breathing in deeply and exhaling fully, we know that we are, we are oxygenating our blood better, we're getting all the nutrients we want, everything is working better when we bring our attention to it. So this purple bubble is always there. But sometimes it might just get, you know, a little bit weak. Maybe it gets a little bit too close or it gets a little bit expansive. Maybe there's a few little holes appear in it. And by just bringing our visualisation to this bubble, and if you can't feel anything around you, that's absolutely okay. The more you practise this, the easier it's going to become. So the more you put this little purple bubble around you and imagine it around you, the stronger it becomes, the easier it is to connect with it. Just like when you bring your attention to your breath, you breathe better. When you bring your attention to this purple bubble, it does its job better. So we consider this purple netting, sorry, we consider this purple bubble like the netting we would put around a tree. It's keeping us safe, it's keeping us centred and it's keeping us grounded. So when we have those doubts and when we have those fears, like our breathing, it can draw those out of us and then it can bring in what we do actually need, which is connection to our confidence, to our power, to our magic, to remind ourselves like, oh, yeah, of course, this is a new skill. I'm practicing. I'm growing rather than going, oh, I'm terrible. I can't feel anything. We're like, We're Oh, this is the first time I've ever done this. Of course, it's going to be a little bit weird. Just like any habit, any skill that you you do, the first time you do it, you're probably a little bit ropey, a little bit shaky. Maybe you can't even feel anything. And that's OK. The more you do it, the stronger you become the more aware of the nuances and the changes in your energy. And that's how it should be. So just throughout the day, just imagine this purple bubble around you. And just as a little side note, if you have a difficult conversation you have to have, if you're going into an interview or a meeting, if you're going somewhere where you just, you know, talking to a person that always leaves you drained, before you go into that situation in the energy of that person, Just imagine your purple bubble around you, put a layer of extra paint on yourself, whether you're using a paintbrush, even use a trowel and a cement mixer if you want really thick boundaries. And just notice how you show up to that event, to that person differently, because you're in your own energy and you are consciously choosing yourself. Just in the same way that we are consciously choosing this intention, I want you to practice this purple bubble every day if you can. But just whenever you remember, oh, I'm just about to go into a meeting, or oh, I'll just imagine a purple bubble around me. You can probably do that in a few seconds. Perhaps if you find yourself in a situation where you suddenly feel uncomfortable, just put your purple bubble around you. Obviously, <laughs> safety first, always. But, you know, if you've gone into a meeting and suddenly you think, oh my goodness, things are coming my direction that I wasn't expecting, pick your purple bubble around you. It's like shields up, you know. This isn't about keeping everything out, which is why I like the idea of it being a bubble because it moves, it's alive, it changes—you know, it changes size and shape. It's not about creating rigid boundaries, but it is about creating those boundaries. Okay, so that's what I want us to focus on today: is just really protecting your space, protecting your intention, so you can say, so you can stay centered and grounded. Now, yesterday, I. Asked you that if you burnt rosemary to to clear your energetic space, to keep the ash of the rosemary, and the reason that I love that is, you know, it's, it's just good to reuse and recycle. Um, but rosemary is there for protection, and so it's good to have the ash of that. But if you use any incense, if you burnt any herbs yesterday, that's we want the ash, okay? Because another way that we can um protect our energy is with salt okay just regular salt sea salt rock salt whatever salt you have access to salt is a really powerful way to protect your energy and what i would like you to do today is to get some salt i'm assuming most of you have salt in your house of some description and on the outside of your home over your um in front of your doorway i want you just to sprinkle a little line of salt Okay, So what happens then is when people come into your home, they walk through this veil of salt and salt is very, very cleansing. You know this if you've ever been in the sea, if you've ever had a salt scrub, if you've ever had an Epsom salt bath, we know that it just draws out that negativity and impurities and leaves our skin feeling really soft and lovely. It's the same energetically for our space. So Even if people aren't walking through that front door, it's that idea of things coming into your life. So the front door is representing things coming into your life. They're going to come through that salt, cleansed and cleared for your highest good. Okay, you don't need to put a thick, thick, thick line of salt. Just a little um, sprinkle, if your if you think it looks too obvious put a little if you have an outside doormat put some under your doormat but just put a little bit on the outside of your house obviously if you have animals in the area be mindful that you don't want to be putting too much salt down but a little tiny bit of salt that the nature is just gonna wash away if you live in the uk right now probably wash away pretty quickly um but it's just gonna naturally just go away so it's not even something you have to think about however we can make this a little bit more potent salt by itself will be perfect but we can make it a little bit more potent by making it what we call black salt. Okay. Black is very protective. And we make black salt by getting our regular salt. So just get like a little separate pot of salt and stir in the ash from your rosemary, from the herbs that you burnt yesterday. Or even if you um, burn uh, like sticks of incense, Save that. Save the charcoal discs if you use charcoal discs, and save the ash that has been created. Pour it into your salt, mix it together, and then you have potent black salt, which you can then do exactly the same. Just sprinkle it on the outside of your door over your threshold strip, on the outside, and just leave there. And you might want to top it up like once, once every couple of weeks or once a month, just whenever you remember, or maybe if you start feeling a little bit shaky about. Your power and magic, just go, oh, let me just protect my space a little bit more. Call in that purple bubble and sprinkle a, a little bit of black salt outside your threshold strip. And that's really going to help you to like, bring in the the good stuff <laughs> and keep away the negativity, keep away the naysayers, keep away your own doubts as well. Okay. And so, something else that i'm going to pop in the show notes is i actually have a little three part meditation for free that you can just download from free from my website called the quiet power protocol and it takes you three it takes you through three steps to really ground and anchor your energy to bring back to call back the power that you habitually give away. And that's the other part of this process is like when we can protect our energy, we stop leaking our boundaries. We stop leaking our energies to everybody around us. Okay. So this is a really important part of the process. So this week so far in just a few minutes a day, you've set your intention with a little bit of spell work. You have cleansed your space hopefully three areas of space for really deep, energetic, magical cleansing. Today, you have protected your space. And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about what I call soul vitamins. And in particular, we're going to talk about affirmations. And I'm going to teach you a way of doing affirmations that actually work. (laughs) A lot of people do affirmations in a way that are Um, damaging is a little bit of a harsh way to explain it, but in a way that are not helpful or useful. And they actually have the opposite effect. So I want to talk to you about how to give your soul stamina, how to build up your energetic muscles to keep yourself on track in just a few minutes a day, to keep yourself on track, to keep this magic and power going. Okay. So I hope you're excited to learn more about that. Come and let me know when you've made your salt, whether you've got salt or black salt, and let me know about your purple bubble. How does it feel to feel protected and safe within your purple bubble? So thank you for joining me. I look forward to hearing from you and I will speak to you again tomorrow.